Hello, oil enthusiasts. Hold on to your diffusers because it's about to get wild and fragrant in here. Today's episode is part six of our 11-part mini-series geared towards helping you understand different processes necessary to do emotional work. We all require inner work, my friends, so why not lean in to a proven method that can give you the skills needed for personal healing? If you are interested in learning this method on how to heal yourself mentally and emotionally, this mini-series will be a great tool for you. In this episode, we highlight the action of journaling. Don't forget to stick around to the end for our scoop of the day. Welcome to the Essential Oil Scoop, where we're all about SAS, class, and a whole lot of plant-based fun. I'm your host, Vicki Labrilla, and I'm joined by my amazing co-host, Sarah Sipos. Together, we're going to be your guides to the world of essential oils. And trust us, there's no better team for the job. With my passion for natural wellness and Sarah's encyclopedia-like knowledge of essential oils and our sparkling wit and charm, we'll be diving into the world of essential oils, giving you all the tips, tricks, and the juicy scoop that you need to make the most of those potent plant extracts. Don't forget to share, like, save, subscribe, and follow our podcast so you get notified every time we upload a new episode. So grab your favorite oils and your favorite drink, put on your listening ears, and let's get ready to have some fun with essential oils. Hello, Sarah. Good afternoon. How are you? I am so good. How are you, dear friend? You know what? I'm doing really good. It is Friday. So happy Friday. We're recording it now. And I just, I woke up with a lot of gratitude and I woke up excited about recording with you today because today's topic of journaling as part of the process of, you know, releasing is, is really important to understand and learn and hopefully incorporate into our daily lives. Absolutely. I talk about journaling so much like that, like people, if they ever like find me talking about emotions and essential oils, I'm always talking about journaling. It is such a key component of releasing part of that release and receive process that we talked about a couple of podcasts ago. And this is one Mm -hmm. of those really, really important things that really help us to process things out. When we talk about some of, you know, as we go through this process more and more with our listeners, we're going to talk about questions that come up and out. And I will be the first one to probably say, this is a great question to start journaling about. Mm-hmm. So there's two, like, there's a, there's a couple of methods that I like to use. And I'm going to talk about one really quick, and then we'll jump into some other journaling ideas, but one of my favorite things to do is getting one of those super cheap notebooks, you know, the, the spiral bound notebooks, right? Like the super cheap, they're like 25 cents or something like that during when school supplies go on sale. I stock up oh, on yes. those. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what I, what we do, what I tell people to do is to dump it. Just whatever emotion is coming up for you, or if you've got a great journaling question, dump out all the things around it. Do not edit yourself. Don't worry about spelling. Don't worry about grammar. This is not for anybody else to see. No one is reading this. Your posterity is not reading this. This is not something we're going to pass down like grandma's journal. Okay. This is like, this is pure, like get out all the raw emotions. Use your bad words. Use your, use your (laughs) like 
not the kind of language you want to be talking to your mama in. You want to get like all of it. Powerful language. (laughs) You want to get it all out. Do not edit yourself. Do not hold back. You want to just dive into this emotion. And you want to write until you can't write anymore. And you may cry. You may get angry. Your penmanship may start to change during this. And, and, And you'll see it. Like I've seen it time and time again. Where you're writing and all of a sudden your handwriting will start to change a little bit because maybe you're not writing as fast. Maybe you're being more deliberate in your thoughts. Or maybe you're really angry and it's just coming out like by the bucketfuls, whatever. Mm-hmm. You're getting it all out. You just get it out and you get it out and get it out. And then the second thing I tell people after you've done all of that, after you've gotten that out, and I mean, just like get it out, then you're going to burn it. Okay, some people like to tear it up. Some people like to shred. Some people like to bury it in the backyard. You can do all those things. Um, but I like to burn. So I put it in my either in my fire pit or my barbecue grill, and it gets burned. And I burn it up, and I watch it burn. The whole, all of it. All of those emotions, they burn. And then I have my pretty journal. The journal that I don't mind if it gets passed to my grandchildren, right? And then I write five to 10 things that I'm grateful for. Why do we do that? Because then as you're writing it out and as you're, you're, because when you're in that mode of all the things that you're thinking about and, and getting it out, you're like ruminating and a lot of that negativity, right? And just burning it, it's very cathartic, but sometimes you're still stuck on it a little bit. Sometimes you might be thinking about it or thinking about a situation and the act of writing out the gratitude, writing the gratitude with that um, will get your mind back into the positivity. It'll get it right back there. So you're not stuck sitting in that yet in the muck. You are writing out the positivity. You're writing out what you want, what you desire, or even just like what your desires and your goals are. Like you can go to that point too, but this is just gratitude. I'm so grateful for And some days it might be as simple as like, I'm really grateful for my chapstick today. Thanks. Like you have those days where you're, I'm grateful for my moisturizer and I don't know what else, but having gratitude is such a key component, changing your mental shift and changing how you feel about some things. And that was really something we did a lot of when my daughter was in the hospital um, every night we journaled five things she was grateful for and she could not repeat like from the night before or any other of the nights. And I would tell her, no, nope, sorry, you can't be grateful for that tonight. You were grateful for that last night or two nights ago or three nights ago. And so every night that we were there for two weeks, we gratitude journaled every single night. And that really helped. And now, like when she goes back to the hospital for different things, she's like, do you, did you bring the journal? It, because it really helps her to go back and like reread it. Remember the things that you're grateful for and to like bring you back into into gratitude and having that high, high vibration because gratitude is one of the highest vibrations on the planet. And so that really helps us. So those are my like key parts of journaling that like I really love to talk about. And this is why I call trash and burn. Remember like a couple of episodes ago where I was like, <laughs> oh, you guys are going to be so good. We're going to talk about trash yeah. and burn. This is trash and burn. Like you write all the trash out and you burn it to ashes and get it out. Yeah. Sarah, I love that you were touching upon, you know, I like to call it flavorful language. And if you know me personally, you know, I can have some uh, 
spicy flavor to my language. And that's just who Vicky is. Vicky can only be Vicky, right? So, and I am perfectly perfect being just me. But if you are not a writer per se, so I, I don't want this to be a deterrent from you not doing this practice of journaling. So case in point, um, growing up, I lost my mother, um, to ovarian cancer when I was in first grade. And I remember the, one of the therapists that I was going to see for my trauma and support and processing and releasing emotions, right. Cause that is a traumatic event. Um, we used to play with Play-Doh and we used to play with paper and colored pins and all the fun artsy fartsy stuff. Right. But she already knew I didn't know the words that I wanted to express, but I had that Crayola or I had that marker in my hand and she let me draw it out. My friends, that's also a form of journaling, putting it down on paper, however it looks and feels to you. So case in point, if you are like me and words don't come as easily, or maybe you are slightly dyslexic like I am. No one is going to see your writing. No one's going to see your work. This is for you to truly express what is in your heart and on your mind and release it on that paper. It's not for anybody else but you. But I can tell you that there's so much power in letting it go in this process of journaling that sets your heart free to receive gratitude and those positive vibrational emotions that you want to reside in. Okay. Journaling helps control your emotions and improve your mood period. Okay. It helps you to prioritize problems and fears and concerns, right? So when we track it in this form of journaling, when we do this day to day, it can allow us to help us recognize triggers that we may have. It can help us understand how to better control and identify the emotions that are serving us and not serving us. It provides an opportunity for positive self-talk, like Sarah just explained, and identifying the negative thoughts that do nothing but harm us. So maybe you have a question as, does journaling help with emotions? I'm here to tell you it absolutely does. Like Sarah mentioned about the trash and burn. I've done a exercise that I like to call let go, let God. You write out your bullshit. Excuse me. Language. There you see, there it goes again. You write out your gunk and you let it go. You let it go. You can burn it. You can throw it away. Shoot. If it's edible, you can... You can chew it up and spit it out, right? Let it go. My friends, Sarah and I have given you so many little tools and insight to this modality. Journaling about feelings is is truly linked to a decreased mental distress. Okay, I don't know anybody on this planet right now that couldn't use a decrease in mental distress. Sarah, mm-hmm. right? Sarah's shaking her head like, uh, yeah, amen. Hallelujah, mm-hmm. because I don't know when either. Oh, girl, I'm just letting you preach on. Um, yeah. 
One other, one other technique that has really helped me in the past, especially when it comes to forgiving others, has been letter writing. And not necessarily a letter that I'm actually going to mail or give to a person, but writing it to them as if they're standing there and I can tell them all the things that I am angry about or all the things that I need to um, get out about them that maybe the hurt or pain or something that they have caused me, or maybe I'm holding on to something that really doesn't need to be held on to, but it's, I'm the one holding on to it, right? And I'm writing this letter and then I do the same kind of process. I either throw, you know, I either burn it or, you know, throw it at a, put darts and throw it at the dartboard or whatever, some way to destroy it. Um, another friend uses um, tree technique. So you go and you read the letter, read all of your frustrations from this journal entry, and you read it to a tree or yelling it out at the tree. And trees are really known to like, what do they do? They take in our carbon dioxide and they make they make fresh oxygen for us, right? Like that's what they do. They take what we breathe out and they bring it into making good for us. So like we have this really good symbiotic relationship with trees. And so what better way to get out some of your gunk that tree can absorb it and bring you back and give you back some good fresh breath and air to breathe in and you getting out some of that nasty emotion is going to help you to bring in some good emotion and we'll get way more into release and receive at a later date in our podcast series but it is a really important part this is a really really important part of releasing so you can receive well sarah i'm really glad that you mentioned um letter writing as an option for journaling in this process of releasing because that's exactly, well, not exactly. That's one of the techniques that I learned at a very young age that I could do for myself to let go of all of that anger and sadness that wasn't doing me any good, especially with my mom. And I remember at a young age, I was having a really rough time and my grandparents, my mom's parents had had or have a ranch and we went up there and I, we had, there's this beautiful rock. And as kids, we were young, small enough to run up this rock. And when there was snow, we could slide down it. It was awesome to sunbathe. You could have like two grown adults on it or like five children at one time on this big rock that just sloped on one side. And it was just, it was, it's it, amazing. I wish I could transport this rock into my backyard. Like that's how much I am connected to it. But what you were saying about the tree, like I remember multiple moments in my childhood when we'd be up there and I'd have my paper. And like I said, I'm not a writer, but I put stuff down, maybe a drawing or I would love to draw. I'd love to draw my mom. I'd love to draw hearts and little words. My friends, that is still journaling. But I remember being able to talk it out and knowing that my mom was there listening but I can't tell you and express to you over this podcast, just how powerful it is when you allow yourself that moment to put it down, to write it out, draw it out, whatever, and speak it out and let it go. 
there, it is just a magical moment that you could never duplicate. And I invite every single listener to take it upon themselves to start this practice and maybe make it a habit in your life. We all need to clear the clutter, y'all. This is a great way to clear what's no longer serving you in your mind and your mindset. Amen, sister. Amen. A like <laughs> perfect, perfect. So let's talk about our our kind of our scoop of the day. Let's talk about some of our oils that to go along with this that uh, this um process. Mm. So one of the oils I want to talk about is lemongrass because mm. lemongrass is it's the oil of cleansing first of all. Okay, so when we're talking about getting out some of our gunk, right? We want to get it all out. We want to get out some of this gunk, and so using lemongrass, it it's a great uh, cleanser for our energy, but it's also a really great cleanser for emotionally and physically. Right? Like this is just a really great oil to be using for anything, all things cleansing. It helps when you're feeling lethargic and feeling like you're in despair in those dark depths of despair of just a lot of emotional heaviness. It's going to help with that. It's going to help to cleanse this all out and it's going to help you to let go a little bit easier of some of those really old, deep seated wounds and emotional traumas and limiting beliefs and toxic energy and just all that negativity, it's going to help to release all of that. And it's going to help people to move forward, right? To like move forward. And it's going to help, especially when you're holding on to, to things, to items that may no longer be serving you. Um, I was watching a TV show the other day with one of my daughters and one of the things they looked in this girl's drawer and she had like all these little stuffed animals and trinkets and things that she had been holding on to from past relationships. And um, the woman made a comment and she said, you know, I'm so glad I'm past that stage of my life where I'm holding on to all those little things. And, um, but we all have something like that probably, right? Like that we hold on to. It could be emotionally, mm-hmm. it could be physical items that we just need to purge and get rid of because, okay, let's be honest, little teddy bears from like high school probably don't serve us anymore. And those relationships are <laughs> long past due and they need to go out. They need to leave, right? So lemongrass yes. can not only help us clear that emotional clutter, can also help us to part with mm-hmm. the, the physical clutter as well. And it's going to help us to see those solutions. It's going to help to bring in some more clarity. As we get rid of some of this stuff, we're going to see more clarity coming through into our lives. We're going to feel a little bit more relief. And we're going to feel that that burden and that heaviness be lifted away from us because we're clearing out the junk, the clutter. Um, yeah, the so- stagnation. Sarah, do you, if you don't mind, the stagnation. So I want to make this clear. Clutter is stagnation. Okay. Physical clutter or emotional clutter is stagnation. And what does that do? It doesn't allow for full alignment and flow. Okay. We've discussed chakras. We've discussed that our body wants to be in homeostasis, but when there is an area that is clogged of physical clutter or stagnation, there is a barrier that we need to work through and, and process through. And that's why Sarah is bringing this up because lemongrass is going to help unclog that part that is stagnant. 
Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So you're going to want to apply this, dilute it with some carrier oil. So fractionated coconut oil or um, jojoba or something like that. And you're going to apply it to the bottoms of your feet. Also, this would be a really great oil to put in in a mist bottle with some um, either some distilled water or some witch hazel. And you're going to spritz it around the area after you've gone through this like massive, maybe you're cleaning out, right? Maybe you're decluttering or something like that. Or maybe you're just emotionally de decluttering. So cleansing that space after you've had this emotional, like, I don't know, I want to say puke fest, but that's probably not like a nice words to use, but like something where you're like, <laughs> when you're purging everything, right? Purging, yeah. Mm -hmm. To mist around or to diffuse. This would be great in your diffuser, but if you're like, you don't have a diffuser or maybe you're in an area where you can't plug in a diffuser, maybe you're outside or something like that, you can just spritz this around you mm -hmm. and have that to cleanse the area after you've done this big purge. Yeah, no, Sarah, those are great tips. And I'm really glad that it's part of our scoop of the day. The second oil that Sarah and I want to touch upon that we feel would be a great asset to this process, this, this option of processing is spikenard because spikenard is the essential oil of gratitude and gratitude. Like we mentioned, higher vibrational emotions. That's where we want to lie. That's where we want to reside in always. Do we always reside in them? No, but gratitude is full of abundance and love. And it's a very high vibrational emotion to rest in. And spikenard encourages the soul to surrender and accept life exactly as it is. So it invites individuals to let go and find an appreciation for all of life's experiences. When we are practicing in the art of journaling, whatever it looks like to you, when we're putting pen to paper, when we're putting something to paper and releasing it that, that way, how abundant would it be to incorporate this oil in this practice, sniffing it, huffing it before you, you know, put pen to paper, diffusing it in your diffuser. And like Sarah said, maybe you don't have a diffuser. I swear I'm like the, um, Roy Rogers of Mr. Rogers neighborhood, because I always have like a flannel over jacket coat thing. And it has the, I don't know, the neckline I'll put a, an essential oil drop on there. So I'm a walking diffuser. It doesn't have to go on my body. It can go on my article of clothing, but it's right there to my nose. Right. And what we've taught you in previous episodes, I forget, and I can't identify what episode it is, but I know we talked about our limbic system and how aromatic compounds, the power of essential oils. And we are going through this healing process have a pivotal role in switching and, and reverting our mind back to a time that holds peace and clarity. Our olfactory system is between our two eyes. Okay. That is where our, our memories are triggered. That's where we get the feeling or feelings from Sarah, do you want to dive into that just a little bit to help understand how spikenar can help with this process? So spikenard is, well, yes, getting into the limbic system, that's a huge key for every oil, right? That's not just for spikenard, but that's a huge key for every single oil. Um, getting into mm -hmm. your limbic system through the olfactory bulb is huge because it, it triggers all kinds of things, parts of your brain. So that's really important. But spikenard specifically 
helps you to accept abundance and acceptance. It brings into this beautiful pairing, right? So when you're, okay, so we first, we talked about clearing out the junk, right? And then we talked about bringing in gratitude. That's kind of the same idea. You want to like use the, use the one oil, clear out the clutter help to help support you that way. But then you want to bring in spike down afterwards and you want to bring that in to help with feelings of happiness and joy and acceptance and love and like all of those really high vibrational positive emotions that we want to feel that will uplift us, right? That's that's going to help us to uplift. The other part about um, spikenard, it's a biblical oil. And um, it's used several, several different times in the Bible where it talks about um, spikenard. One of my favorite stories is where Mary is is cleansing Jesus's feet and then she brings out spikenard. Now spikenard at that time was about a half a year's wages to buy a small container, a small jar of it to use. And this is where Judas is like, yeah, you're spending too much money kind of a thing. And Jesus kind of is like, this is how she, you know, money will come and go into your life, but this is a service. And this is to like, show me love and gratitude and show me these things and love and and truly like acceptance. Right. And so as she's, you know, she cleanses his feet and then uses this, this expensive balm on his feet, which is spikenard. And um, I just love that because I feel like that really shows us, um, you know, cleansing the feet, right? We just talked about cleansing first. We have to cleanse. We have to get rid of. So you've got that, that analogy of the cleansing the feet. And then you're bringing in the balm, the, um, the healing oil, right? This, this oil that's going to help us to heal and to have that gratitude, that deep love and, and acceptance into that higher vibration, right? So you've got both of these parts that kind of marry together. It's it's so helpful to cleanse out and then to bring in the good, right? You want to cleanse out and bring in good. So I don't know. Yeah. Did that <laughs> yeah, it, it did. It did. This that was beautiful. I mean, Spike Nard is able to assist individuals in transcending their sorrows through the be through being grateful and for their present life circumstances, being grateful in the moment can be very hard. You guys, Sarah and I are human, just like the other person. Life can be very difficult, but you don't have to live in that discomfort. No, we got choices. We got oils. We got modalities of the yin yang that you can put to practice to live your best life. My friends, I invite you to surrender and allow acceptance and allow your soul to be brought to a place of peace and harmony with these tools and with the knowledge that Sarah and I just gave y'all, I, I invite you to, to live in abundance and to let the gunk go, get it out. Yeah, for sure. You're going to want to apply it onto your wrists, uh, one to one to three drops on your wrists, on your forehead, over your solar plexus or upper stomach area. That's a great, those are some great ways. If you aren't crazy about the smell, because I know there are some people who are like, okay, I like the smell of spike and people are like, ooh, that is reeky. Put it on the bottoms of your feet. <laughs> like put it on the bottoms of furthest, your feet. Yeah. Furthest away from your nose. <laughs> yeah. And so that's 
Um, also pairing spikenard with wild orange is another great option as well. Um, if, yes. you're, if you're struggling with the scent of it, but you really want those, those um, emotional benefits, um, pair it mm -hmm. with some wild orange and that usually that will really help. It's a, it's a great oil to pair it with and that will help with the scent and, and bringing that scent back in. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode of the Essential Oil Scoop. We hope you have found this discussion informative and helpful. If you have any questions or topics that you would like us to cover in future episodes, please leave us a comment or reach out to us on social media. Don't forget to like, share, save, subscribe, and follow our podcast so that you get notified every time we upload a new episode. Until next time, stay healthy, keep using your essential oils to enhance your wellness journey, and we will talk to you really soon. Have a great day. Goodbye. Be well, my friends. Bye.